The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Only a few weeks of NFL action to follow. So make sure you listen to all of the guys' content. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. It is the same handle for Twitter, Instagram, and for TikTok as well. We're always uploading videos, giving you statistical data for certain head-to-head matchups. And that is the... Twitter account and the TikTok and the Instagram for LockBetting.com, the premium pay service that has delivered 115 months in a row of transparent track profit, just five months away from saying that it has been undefeated for a decade. If you want to do your due diligence, the pin tweet on the at LockBetting.com Twitter account is always the PL spreadsheet from the previous month. This particular spreadsheet is one I've been asked about a lot. It's the December, pre- December spreadsheet. And it does feature all of the futures from the World Cup, including us picking the World Cup winner, the Golden Ball winner and the Golden Boot winner, all of which were given away on the Soccer Gambling Podcast for free. So if you want to check out that PL and sign up for the service, it is the pin suite at LockBetting.com, the Twitter account. So moving on with this edition of the EPL show, huge weekend with two massive derbies for me. These are two of the top five derbies in world football. In fact, they could be the top two, but I'm biased. I live in England. I love the EPL. Others will argue for the Milan derby. Others will argue for derbies in South America. But for me, I love the North London derby. And of course, I love the Manchester derby. I will be attending the Manchester derby tomorrow. Coverage of the Manchester derby will be exclusive over on BetMUFC. And let me give BetMUFC a shout out. That show has been on absolute fire. It does help with the picks when Man United are winning. But as I um, I always say, I'm not biased towards Man United. This is my job. I always do things objectively. But so far this season, Manchester United have been very, very strong. And the picks have been very, very strong. That podcast has been free money. We covered the EFL quarterfinals on that show as a bonus in the midweek. And uh, we actually went three and one with those leads. So make sure you check out BetMUFC if you want to get your coverage of the Manchester derby. Of course, as I said, we have the North London derby as well between Tottenham and Arsenal on Sunday. So a huge weekend in the EPL, which starts on Friday with Aston Villa at home to Leeds. 
Aston Villa looking for a bounce back after an embarrassing FA Cup exit against League Two Stevenage. That does put a dent in Unai Emery's good start as the Aston Villa manager, but they are the favourites to bounce back here. They're available at even money to bounce back here against Leeds. It's 13 to 5 on the draw, and it's 13 to 5 also on Leeds. I do think Villa will get the bounce back. I do believe in Unai Emery. I do believe he has the players playing the way he wants them to play. But ultimately, the stronger play for me here than Aston Villa is to take the goals. Neither of these two teams give me, give me any confidence defensively. They both look vulnerable at the back. Villa have just one clean sheet in their last eight games, despite improving under Emery, has not been able to fix the defence. And Leeds, they're always good for goals. They've managed just one clean sheet in the last 12 of both teams scoring in six of Villa's last seven. And Leeds managing to score four goals across their last two games, including coming back from 2-0 down last time out away to Cardiff. So I'm going to take both teams to score as my main lean. I like the data and I like the price to support that data. 7-10 to is the price on both teams scoring here in this game on Friday night between Aston Villa and Leeds. Before we move on to Saturday's games, let me tell you guys about Winbet. They are the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states and there is a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, the NFL playoffs are here this weekend and at Winbet, they're offering great promos, odds and payouts that are happening right now. So if you're ready to play, Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgallonpockers.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgallonpockers.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You'll see turning one older and present state will pay for winbet. is available if you're someone you know has a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you guys about the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. The SGPN has teamed up with Homage for a NFL Playoff Challenge. The winner will get $300 in cash, a $100 SGPN gift, gift card, and a $100 Homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash homage. Now, homage is spelt H-O-M. A-G-E, no E in that, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash H-O-M-A-G-E for all the contest details and to enter, download the SGPN app and hit contest. Up next, we move across to Saturday and we begin with the three o'clock kickoffs because as I mentioned, the Manchester Derby is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. That is a 12.30am kickoff. I will be attending that game. So we move over to Brighton versus Liverpool, where Brighton are the 11 of 5 underdogs here at home. It's 11 of 4 on the draw, and it's even money here on Liverpool. Liverpool shouldn't be even money to win away to any competent team in the EPL this season. They have really struggled, particularly away from home. It's their defence and their away form that has been the problem for Liverpool. And this is why they are outside of the top four. They were supposed to be title contenders. And so far, it's been a very disappointing season for Liverpool. 
I think the one guarantee that you can make for this game is that there will be goals. This is the way the Zerbi plays. This is the way the Zerbi was at Sassuolo. And this is the way he's been since day one at Brighton. And day one at Brighton actually was against Liverpool, where he played out a 3-3 draw. There have been goals at both ends in nine of Brighton's last 10. It's including the the 3-3 draw against Liverpool earlier on in the season. Both teams have scored in Liverpool's last six games and they have only actually failed to score themselves in one of the last 11. So when you have these types of teams and you have this kind of data, you're obviously going to have to take a short price on the selection of both teams to score, which in this case is 8-13. to But it's the same price on the over two and a half goals. I was looking to shift towards over two and a half goals because we'd only need one more goal to to cash this. And I do think that that will cash two. But ultimately, we're not getting any more value. The bookies have priced up both selections at eight to 13. I'd rather go against both of these defences, keeping a clean sheet, something they both struggled to do this season. I see goals at both ends and both teams to score is my selection here at eight to 13 for this one. Up next, we move on to the other half of Merseyside, it's Everton at home to Southampton, where Everton are the 6-5, Braves is 23-10 on the draw, and it's 23-10 here on Southampton. This is a big relegation six-pointer. This is a very, very important game. I personally believe that despite the fact Southampton knocked Man City out of the EFL Cup in midweek. I do think Nathan Jones is the wrong appointment. The players are right, saying the right things. All the right noises are coming out of the club. But if you're out of your depth, you're out of your depth. And I believe he's out of his depth. And not only that, I believe that Ralph Hasenhutl was a very good manager who's overachieving at Southampton. As for Everton, the chairman has come out in support of Frank Lampard. Everton are usually good at home when they need a win. The Goodison Park crowd will get behind them. I think they are the better team on paper. And I'm just going to take Everton to win this game. It's a short price, in my opinion. I would like these odds to be a little bit closer. I was hoping that Southampton's price would shorten off the back of the win against Man City. But ultimately, I'm just going with what I think will happen here, which is Southampton losing again. Southampton coming to this on a poor streak. If they uh, lose this game, that'll be five Premier League defeats in a row. They're coming to this with four defeats in a row. I don't think they have the quality to stay up unless they invest in the January transfer window. As for Everton, they like playing Southampton at home. They're unbeaten in their last 17 home games against the Saints and they've won 12 of those. So strong data here for Everton. But um, my gut just tells me that they'll show up here in this spot. This is a relegation six-pointer. When you look down the bottom of the table, the likes of Wolves, the likes of Leeds, the likes of West Ham, the likes of Everton. These are big clubs that don't want to be down there. But when you look at someone like Fulham and you look at someone like Brentford, who have got themselves out of the relegation conversation, it's looking very, very likely that we will lose a big hitter and a Premier League regular this season. For me, I think Bournemouth are doomed. And I think Southampton will be that Premier League regular that goes down. And we could even see another one because there's still one relegation spot available. And as I said, the likes of Fulham and Brentford aren't in the conversation. So the likes of West Ham and Leeds and um, and Everton are in danger unless they start picking up points. But I do think Everton will win it and I will take him on the money line here in this one. Up next, another relegation six-pointer and a derby. This is a Midlands derby with only um, about 40 minutes separating the two teams. Nottingham Forest are at home to Leicester. Where Forest are the narrow home favourites, uh, narrow home dogs now, actually, at 17 to 10. These prices have changed slightly. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 8 to 5 here on Leicester. I only see goals here in this game. These two teams can't defend. Nottingham Forest 
are a team who invested heavily in the summer in order to make sure that they did stay in the EPL. We did not see that chemistry before the World Cup and we haven't necessarily seen that chemistry after, although this team have been better results-wise. I do think Nottingham Forest will find a way to get out of it, but I also think the same about Wolves. I also think the same about West Ham. I also think the same about Everton. I also think the same about Leicester. So ultimately... I'm going to be wrong and that's going to be fascinating because I only think Southampton and Bournemouth are the shoe-ins for me and I have no clue about the other relegation position and Forrest could easily get sucked into it and, and go down with this quality squad that they've assembled. As for this game, as I said, I only see goals. Neither of these two teams can really defend. We've seen um, over two and a half goals in five of the last six meetings between the two teams. We've seen Forrest not keep a clean sheet here in the last three versions of this fixture. We've seen both teams scoring in five of Nottingham Forest's last seven. Data you would normally associate to Leicester, but we know Leicester can score goals. We know Leicester can be involved in high-scoring games. But we also know Leicester can't defend. So I think both teams to score is the way we go here, and that selection is available at the price of 7 to 10. Final game from the three o'clock slate is Wolves against West Ham. Both teams at 17 to 10, so no favourite here, and 11 to 5 on the draw. Wolves have improved under Lepetegui, and West Ham have had an underwhelming season. If you don't forget, West Ham were trying to challenge for the top four last season. Ultimately, they faded away massively, and that cost them in Europe as well, where their tired legs meant that they got knocked out by, uh, by Frankfurt. But to have some investment in the summer and to bring in a player like Lucas Poqueta, and to be even lower down the table, way, way lower, to the point where you're in a relegation conversation is a massively disappointing season for West Ham. And David Moyes, if he continues this way, he won't be able to finish his European project. He came close in the Europa League last season and he's got a real, real good chance of uh, winning a European trophy via the Europa Conference League for West Ham. But in order to do so and to get that opportunity, he needs to win games in the EPL and he should be trying to win games like this. I have a gut feeling that West Ham will turn up and get a result here in this game. Despite the fact that Wolves have improved, they are still the lowest goal scorers in the EPL and goal scoring is their problem and that suits West Ham here because Wolves are a team who will dominate the ball. They'll look good. They'll look like they should be scoring goals. Their expected goal numbers will probably win in this game. But it will suit West Ham to sit in against a team that can't score, can't take their chances. And West Ham can even nick this game on a counter-attack or via set, piece, set pieces. This is the negative play that West Ham fans don't like from David Moyes because they do feel that he has assembled a squad that is too good to play this way. But ultimately, this does suit the way West Ham play. This does suit the way that they play in Europe. So they can take the European tactics here into this game allow Wolves to have more of the possession, allow Wolves to create more expected goals and not finish them because their players haven't been scoring this season and ultimately steal this game. I think West Ham will at least get something here. So I like taking West Ham in the draw no bet market here as a pick. And with the odds being even, both these teams in the draw no bet market are available as 10 to 11. And I lean on West Ham here as the better team who will be able to implement the tactics to come away with a win here in this one. Up next, the late kickoff on Saturday is between Brentford and Bournemouth. I think when they scheduled this in, they were probably expecting a relegation battle, but Brentford have been above that because they've been so good at home and Bournemouth have experienced a significant dip under Gary O'Neill as of late. Brentford are the 46 favourites on the money line to win this game. It's 3-1 on the draw and it's 17-4 here on Bournemouth. I can't go with Bournemouth here. I can only go with Brentford. I think Brentford actually at four to six on the money line, given the recent form and the fact they're just recently beating Liverpool at home does offer some value. Bournemouth lost seven of their last eight Premier League games this season, whilst Brentford have lost just one of their last nine home matches. And five of Bournemouth's last eight games have been losses to nil, meaning they can't score goals. 
They didn't score against Man United. They didn't score against Chelsea away from home. They created chances specifically against Manchester United. So it would have been a disappointing result. And I think the disappointment continues here against a Brentford side who are very, very strong at home and have played well enough to already be out of the relegation conversation. And Thomas Frank, I don't like the guy, but he does deserve credit for that. So Brentford on the money line here at the price of four to six. Minus 150 is your selection here for this one. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me tell you guys quickly about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Underdog Fantasy, the season never ends. Right now, you can play the fantasy football playoff best ball, the gauntlet with one million in prizes up for grabs. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL+. Plus. When you use the promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So that's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. Moving on to Sunday Slate. This is the day that we will see the North London Derby between Tottenham and Arsenal. But before we get there, we need to talk about a couple of other games, including Chelsea's home game against Crystal Palace. Chelsea are the four to six favourites. It's 11 to four on the draw and it's 17 to four here on Palace. If you shop around, you can get a better price on Chelsea to win this game. And I'm going to go for Chelsea to win this game because Chelsea are an absolute free for all. When the owners took on Graham Potter and said that he would get time, I think the worst case scenario that they were expecting was that he would miss out on the top four. I did not think, I do not think that they were expecting to be flirting with the bottom half of the table and not being in the European position. So despite the fact that Todd Bowley has said all of these things and said that Potter's going to get time, I don't think he's going to get that time unless he starts picking up points. This does represent an opportunity to buy some time because this is a very winnable game for Chelsea. I do think that the crowd will get behind him here. And also, this is the type of game that Crystal Palace don't win. Crystal Palace usually pick up their points at home and against sides in the bottom half of the table. They do not perform against the big eight, particularly away from home. And I do believe, despite the fact that Chelsea have a lot of injuries, they will be able to put out a team that can win this game. Chelsea have won their last 11 straight head-to-head games with Crystal Palace. This is a phenomenal record. And when you're on a terrible run and your job is on the line, this is the exact team you want to see at Stamford Bridge, a team you've beaten 11 times in a row. Crystal Palace have not kept a clean sheet in this fixture in 18 straight games. Now, Chelsea come into this with no wins in four, three straight losses, no clean sheet in four. While Crystal Palace come into this with over two and a half goals cashing in six of their last seven games. However, I do believe the team who will be scoring the vast majority of the goals here is Chelsea. I'm going to go for Chelsea to turn up for the manager here in this spot against a team that they regularly and routinely beat. And we're getting a good price of, well, 7 to 10 if you shop around here on the money line in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Newcastle and Fulham, where Newcastle are the 4-7 favourites. It's 10-3 on the draw, and it's 11-2 here on Fulham. A good way into this game may be to take Newcastle to win 
and to tack on the over one and a half goals because there will be opportunities to score here. Fulham only know how to play one way and that's attacking. So there could be goals here at both ends. Newcastle usually defend very well. They have the best defensive record in the EPL, but it is difficult to keep out Fulham. But it also will there also will be opportunities to score at the other end. This is somewhat of a bounce back against Newcastle. They've only won one of their last four, although one of those results was a positive 0-0 draw away to Arsenal. And of course, their win came recently in midweek, which got them through to the EFL Cup quarter, uh, Cup, EFL Cup semi-final. They now could potentially play Manchester United in a huge cup final at Wembley in the, in the EFL Cup. So if you offered Newcastle fans at the start of the season the progress of reaching a cup final and just finishing in the top half, they would have taken it, let alone being in the Champions League positions and being in third place in the table and being on course to be in an NFL Cup final. So this is an incredible season so far for Newcastle. Eddie Howe has done a fantastic job. This has been a minor blip for them, but I think they'll bounce back here against Fulham. This is a big letdown spot from Fulham. They had their biggest result of the season, beating their rivals Chelsea. They've been in the shadow of Chelsea for a long, long time. So to beat them was a huge result and I think there will be a letdown here. Newcastle is a difficult place to go, especially when you're in a letdown spot and especially when you find it difficult to defend and uh, when you mainly rely on attack you're coming up here against a team of the strongest defence in the EPL so far this season I think everything points to Newcastle Newcastle are a good money line piece perhaps tacking them on with a short favourite from another league because we don't really have one that stands out here in the EPL perhaps maybe uh, Inter Milan in Serie A they're at home to Verona that could be a way to go to boost this price but um, Newcastle on the money line or Newcastle over one and a half goals will be my leans here for this one We finish off with the North London derby, which sees Tottenham hosting Arsenal. Tottenham are significant underdogs here at a price of 23 to 10. It's 5 to 2 on the draw and Arsenal are the 11 to 10 favourites. I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to take Arsenal to drop points here. I'm going to take Tottenham to avoid a defeat which is available at the price of three to four with Arsenal being such significant favourites to come away and win here at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Arsenal do not do well away to Tottenham though. We'll talk more about it in a second. The reason to take Arsenal here is obviously the data. The favouritism is explained by the recent form. Arsenal have 14 wins in 17 Premier League games. They won the reverse fixture 3-1 and Tottenham have two victories from their last six games at home across all competitions. But... But Tottenham were expected to fare far better this season. They're expected by their own supporters to be title contenders. I didn't buy into it. I didn't buy into the market. Didn't think they should be third favourites to challenge for the league. But the books did. They really believed in Antonio Conte. They believed in the business that Tottenham did in the summer. For me, I saw them signing a bunch of squad players. And that has proven to be correct. So I didn't rate Tottenham at the start of the season. But for the books and their supporters, they've massively underperformed. They're out of the EFL Cup. Yes, they're in the FA Cup. And yes, they're in the Champions League. But realistically, I don't see them winning those competitions and realistically their top four hopes are fading away as well if Newcastle and Manchester United can continue in this direction and with Liverpool being a little bit more likely in my opinion to rediscover some form than Tottenham it looks like a difficult task to finish in the top four and if they don't finish in the top four Antonio Conte is going to go as a manager and maybe even Harry Kane will go in the summer so this is a club in somewhat crisis and they need this result the last thing they need is to lose away to Arsenal convincingly and then to lose at home. This is going to be like a cup final. This is going to be a big atmosphere. And I was at the game last season at Tottenham won 3-0. And that support 
carried Tottenham over the line. In the end, the victory was convincing, but the home support was incredible. And I expect something similar here because, as I said, they're not top of the table. This is a cup final for Tottenham. And to beat Arsenal, who are top of the table, would be a huge result for Tottenham. And they are capable of it. In addition to that, Arsenal are awful when it comes to travelling to Tottenham. This continues to when they played at White Hart Lane. Tottenham have never won. At, uh, Arsenal have never won at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And their record continues for the last few games at White Hart Lane. They haven't won away to Tottenham since 2014 in the league. The last win was in 2015, which was eight years ago now, which was in the EFL Cup. The record from the last eight games is six wins for Tottenham and two defeats. So this isn't a case of Arsenal not beating Tottenham in eight straight away games at Tottenham. They've ended up losing six of them. So they usually lose this game. I'm going to take Tottenham on the double chance market to avoid a defeat. That one is available at three to four, as I do see Arsenal dropping points this weekend. But at the same time, I also see Manchester City dropping points this weekend as well. But if you want to hear what I have to say about that game, Manchester United versus Manchester City, the Manchester Derby is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So make sure you check it out. Closing out with my lock on the show, I'm going to give you a rare double lock. I don't often do this especially this season, but I feel that one of my locks is a little bit too short. I don't often give out locks at 8 to 13, so that's why I've decided to give you a double lock. The first lock, the one that is 8 to 13, is the both teams to score selection in the game between Brighton and Liverpool. I would be absolutely stunned to see either one of these two teams keep a clean sheet. There have been goals at both ends in nine of Brighton's last 10, and these two sides played out a 3-3 draw earlier on this season. Both teams have also scored in all of Liverpool's last six games, whilst Liverpool come into this with a record of only failing to score in one of their last 11. We're obviously not worried about Liverpool not scoring. They should score here. People will be more worried about Brighton, but Liverpool can't defend. They're also without Virgil van Dijk for an extended period. Everything seems to fit here. And it's a short price, but I do think it will cash both teams to score in this game between Brighton and Liverpool. The next one is a little bit of a suicide mission. I'm going to take Chelsea and Graham Potter in their recent form. I think they'll buy them a little bit of time here. This is the game that you want when you're desperate for a win. Crystal Palace, who don't pick up wins away to teams in the top half of the table. A team you've beaten 11 times in a row. If Chelsea don't win this game... Graham Potter will be getting his P45 on Monday. So Chelsea on the money line is your second lock. And that's available at the price of 7-10. to 10. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.